and welcome to another episode of So You Think That Was Good, Do You? A podcast where we take a look back at the films from your childhood and question the absurdity of their universes. This week, we've watched Space Jam from 1996, which is recommended by the hosts over at What You Playing At, where they talk about games they've played each week, so make sure to go check them out. My name is Evan, and as always, I'm joined by Sam and Cole, and we've all promised to try and knock this out for you this week, because there's no reason it should take more than an hour to talk about Space Jam. How are you doing, boys? I'm excited to have this over and done with. Yep. I think we're all unanimous in, well, we don't have our usual plethora of golden material. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even by our usual standards. Well, I'll do a plot synop and then we can talk about how everything I'm about to say is a lie because there is no plot Wonderful. on this movie. Swaghammer, an evil alien theme park owner, needs a new attraction at Moron Mountain. When his gang, the Nerdlucks, head to Earth to kidnap Bugs Bunny and the Looney Tunes, Bugs challenges them to a basketball game to determine their fate. The aliens agree, but they steal the powers of the NBA basketball players including Larry Bird and Charles Barkley. So Bugs gets some help from superstar Michael Jordan. Sorry, in this plot synopsis that I copied, it, it says Larry Bird, and then in brackets, Larry Bird, just in case we were confused over who plays him. It does that for Charles Barkley and Michael Jordan too. I don't know why I didn't remove those. Uh, only notable brilliant. person who's mi I missed there, sorry, is uh, Danny DeVito voices Swackhammer, which was a nice addition. This is the first time I've learned they have names. The, the nerd, uh, the nerd Wait, you, you didn't yeah. think the NBA okay, the, the little bug things, not yeah. the not the NBA basketball players. They do have names. They do, yeah, and I, none of the ones who have their powers stolen are Larry Bird. The shittest plot synop you've given so far, mate. That's true, yeah. He was playing yeah. golf. Yeah. But he was <laughs> in this movie. Yeah. Oh, um, bloody hell. I guess that's the movie. But reading that plot synopsis, it seems like, well, there's not enough there to make a movie, is there? Turns out there is. And this there movie is. had four writers, four, to come up with this. Uh, it's a basketball game between real basketball players and cartoon characters. I want to know which one of the writers came up with all of the moron mountain shit. <laughs> Fire them. Produced by Ivan Reitman as well, of uh, Ghostbusters Evolution fame. We mentioned, got mentioned last week too, for some reason. I can't remember why. Um, Couldn't tell you. Yeah. And Bill Murray's in this movie, isn't he? Like you said, for some Bill reason. Bill Murray is in this film. Yeah. Why? There's plenty of characters in this film serve very little purpose, but they are just there to be there. Bill Murray very much being one of them. Shall we just leap right into the plot then? Please. I mean, yeah, so the, the film starts on Michael Jordan, who is very much the... Um, the hero of this. Yeah. Not played by Michael Jordan at this point, though. No, sure. not no. played by Michael Jordan. That would be a better movie if, if it was. <laughs> a 30-year-old Michael Jordan playing eight-year-old <laughs> Michael Jordan. See, why were you not one of the, not one of the four writers? Um, it's, we get this start with a young Michael Jordan playing basketball in his garden. Uh, not really playing basketball, just shooting hoops. In 1973, and we get a little heartfelt scene between him and his dad, where he tells him how he's he's going to play basketball for the NBA, and then he's going to quit, and he's going to play baseball for some reason. Yeah, I'm jealous of this child who has his life all planned out already at eight years old. Not only did he plan all that, he did all that. Incredibly specific 
plan. No plans to be a fireman or a policeman like any other child? No, he's already, pick, <laughs> already picking out his uni, figuring out his UCAS points. Yeah. This kid doesn't want to be an astronaut in a universe where there are uh, space theme parks within viewing distance of Earth, which is mental. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get to that. Yeah, we cut straight into an absurdly long montage of Jesus. Michael Jordan's career. By the way, I've written in all of my notes, I've written Michael Jordan as MJ, so I'm definitely going to accidentally call him Michael Jackson at some point. <laughs> Just call me out. Call me up on that. Another movie I would have preferred to watch. Michael Jackson <laughs> and the Looney Tunes in a basketball match. But yeah, we get this insanely long montage of his career. Mm, obnoxiously uh, long. I mean, I didn't, I didn't check how long the credits lasted in this one, but five God minutes damn, and long. fifty seconds. Oh, Carl coming in clutch. Well, I figured that. you boys always do it, and you always tell me, and I always forget. And then I saw how short this movie was, and then six minutes of it, a credit. An hour and twenty-three with six minutes of credits is fucking insane. That is too much credits. I mean, to say there's no one Considering fucking in it. there were so few people working on it as well. It's just all writers. <laughs> uh, the only redeeming feature of this intro is the fantastic song, which, was this a pre-existing song? Was it written for this? I don't know. I don't I've know. done no work uh, on the trivia side of this, but absolute jam. Was this Pun the R. Kelly one? Intended. Is this the R. Kelly song? No, I don't think so. Oh, oh I didn't, no, I didn't I listen then. Yeah, I think this song that you're talking about now was written for the movie. Yeah. Ah, uh, well. I can't remember what it's called. Um, Let's not do any more guess. research and move swiftly on. Yes. So after this, we're going to zoom straight out to the aforementioned uh, space-based theme park, which is... Very close to Earth, <laughs> definitely within viewing distance. Um, this part also confirms to us that the world wasn't ready for a fully CGI scene because this CGI was fucking dire. <laughs> yeah. Well, no wonder the kid thought it was shit. That's, yeah, that's presumably the only reason. We see a alien kid on a on a roller coaster that gets thrown off and crashes into the ground, <laughs> and the kid's like, "This place is boring." Well, first he's like, "Woo!" And then he crashes and he's like, ah, oh, this fucking sucks, bro. And then a reasonable reaction to finding out that your theme park is considered boring by the patrons is, we need more fucking slaves around here. <laughs> That's what we're missing. Yeah, yeah. so we, we get introduced to Danny DeVito playing some character, God knows what he was called. Swackhammer. But him, what was it? Swackhammer. Whackhammer. Swackhammer. 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 Oh, God. <laughs> Fuck. Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. He tells his little he tells his little bug slaves to go and get the Looney Tunes because it, the part needs to be more crazy, it needs to be more fun, it needs to be more loony. Yeah, his solution to make his park more interesting for kids is to get cartoon characters who are all older than 40 years. Yeah. Super exciting stuff. Really out of date. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> We all know he should have gone for uh, Jackie Chan Adventures if he was going to steal the characters oh, off a hell yeah. cartoon from the 90s. Also, if you're worried about your theme park not making enough money, don't call it Moron Mountain. <laughs> yeah, it's not marketing genius, is it? Also, change your name, Swackhammer. <laughs> yeah, no one can figure out what it is. So anyway, while all of this bizarre shit is going on, uh, Michael Jordan has finished his career with the NBA and he's moved on, as he said, to baseball so he's playing for some baseball team i forget the name of 
and he's absolute shit. What he's doing, he fucking sucks. He's got the guy, he's got the catcher behind him telling him what to do. He's still failing because he's just terrible. And everyone is just being so nice to him. It's a really weird addition to the scene. That- it's because he's, he's Michael fucking Jordan. Of course they're nice to him. And it's just, it's weird that this all happened. That the best basketball player in the world just went, I'm going to try baseball now. Well, it was his plan. This is, was his end game, like we established at the start of the movie, Carl. Okay, look, here's, here's my question as someone who doesn't follow UK sport, let alone American sport. Is this all based in truth then? Yeah. This is all, this all sort of based in truth. I, th- I think what really happened was he got done for some sort of gambling thing. That's the theory. And he was technically banned from the NBA. So he just went, I'll just go pretend to be a baseball player for two years then and make a comeback. There'll be a feature nice. film and everything. It'll be great. And his obviously his ultimate goal in that plan was uh, I'll get spoken about in a podcast. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> listeners in the double figures. Everyone's so supportive of so supportive of him though. His whole team are wonderful, and the manager of the uh, of the baseball team Sorry. enlists. It's like you're giving a hotel review. <laughs> whole team were wonderful. Well, they are. They're all just yeah, great guys. Um, and uh, the manager enlists Wayne Knight's Stan Podolak. Podolak. I don't know. He tells him, right, your job is make sure Michael Jordan's happy. Just keep him happy at all costs. Do anything. Which, saying it back, sounds pretty fucking sexual. (laughs) But luckily, none of that happens on camera. So his life is uh, fine, basically. It doesn't have the normal, you know, um, main character having a problem that needs to be resolved by the end of the film. Uh, He's basically fine for the entire thing. His baseball career is not going very well, thank you. (laughs) Everyone's been very nice about it, but it's it's not going great. I mean, (laughs) things can't be going that well. What you would assume is multi-millionaire Michael Jordan is living in a standard suburban home. He's (laughs) he's got a fucking minivan. Yeah, and his mate has to drop him home because his... His wife has got the only car. Oh, sorry, the, miss- the missus has got the minivan today, so <laughs> can someone give me a lift home? Also, he's... Okay, maybe he really has fallen off, yeah. He's got to be bad, because the only thing they show on TV is how shit Michael Jordan is. He comes home, it's on, he changes channels, it's on. A spaceship flew over the stadium of the game that was being recorded at, and they still only showed footage of Michael Jordan being fucking shit rather than that. <laughs> Insane. That's a good point. That either shows that aliens exist and are well-known in this universe, or that he really is that shit. (laughs) (laughs) But that's bigger news. And also, you know, the suburban house and the one car, that's what gambling will do. (laughs) They were obviously just trying to make him more relatable to us. Yeah, yeah. You can't... I mean, we've... In that The Last Dance, we see him, he's got the obvious mansion that Michael Jordan would own, but... I guess they were just thinking, no, if people don't think that world-famous basketball player Michael Jordan is relatable, no one's going to come see this film. The children want to be (laughs) able to relate to Michael Jordan. Um, Meanwhile, all of this is happening. The bugs, as I refer to them as, is the... uh, I've already forgotten their name. What was his name? I'm not going to scroll back up. Oh, oh God. Swack. (laughs) 
Swashbuckler? Swackhammer. Twa- okay, Twathammer. Danny DeVito's, <laughs> Danny DeVito's slaves have flown down to Earth, crashed through a car park, burrowed into the Earth, mm-hmm. and through the that is large Warner Brothers sign that exists at the core of the Earth. Yes. That is not what happened, Sam. Sorry, what did I miss? They, they crashed through that car park, and that hole already exists. They aren't burrowing. There's already a fucking tunnel. The entrance the- to Looney Tunes land is in the car park of a Piggle Wiggle, or whatever the fuck it was called, and someone paved over it. What's this hole doing here? <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah. The hole was already there, so... <laughs> but, like, we really need more parking space. So this hole into another dimension, that's where we go. Another, Can we get planning permission for that? Another dimension or, you know, hell. Or hell. Would make sense. Was, was this was this a part of your childhood? These characters. They weren't mine. Not the characters. Oh, sorry, this, I film. You this film. Oh, no, these yeah. characters. Really? Uh, to a much lesser extent. But they were vaguely there. Yeah, I think because of this film, though, I don't know why they were brought back for us. Jumping ahead. I did kind of... Thank God. <laughs> I, I spent a lot of this movie just being like, what the? F- what is this for? It's very short, nothing happens. And then the last five minutes, whilst all the cool shit's happening, they're solely focused on Michael Jordan's feet. And I was like, oh, it's a very long Air Jordans advert. Mm-hmm. That's what the whole fucking thing was. Air Jordans thing get was. a lot of shout-outs. Yeah. Gotta make that gambling money back. They mention it a lot of times. They mention Warner Brothers a lot of times. Oh, this yeah. movie came after like a string of commercials that included Bugs Bunny and Michael Jordan. That's what they were based on. I did not know so that. It, it, yeah, it's just a long advert, and it took me far too long to realise that that's what we were watching. It's an incredibly successful advert. I felt, I felt a bit, I felt a bit robbed, like from my childhood watching this again. This is what you did to us, Evan. You stole something <laughs> from my childhood by making us watch it, where I realised that as a kid I loved an advert. Uh, you can blame what you playing at. So I, I mean, I bought Amazon Prime to watch this. So I paid one mega corporation money so that I could watch an advert for a different corporation. <laughs> I bought a pair of Air Jordans after this. <laughs> so the bugs go into the land of cartoons, into the Looney Tunes land. And this is where my notes get very confusing because I made the good decision to refer to them as the bugs and to refer to Bugs Bunny as Bugs. <laughs> so the Bugs meet Bugs. So the Bugs land on Bugs, who's busy running running from Elmer Fudd, so they crush him. <laughs> they hit Fudd with a thud, and the Bugs go to capture Bugs. <laughs> the Bugs successfully capture Bugs. They, they string him up in like the town hall there, then they gather up all the cartoons. They see the kids watching the cartoons at home. Michael Jordan's kids see there's no more cartoons. It's just an empty background because they've all been rounded up into the town hall. All cartoons are filmed all live. All cartoons by the are way. live. Side, le- side Very note. Very Truman Show esque. That just means that it is a bit. Uh, uh, is this saying that they're acting it out for the kids, or are they just a bunch of fucking nutbags who are constantly trying to murder no, each think- other, and this is just being streamed for entertainment? Because Looney Tunes land being hell would start to add up if they're all trying to murder each other constantly. Yeah, that does start to add up. I think the um, the, the cartoon characters are, they're all breaking the fourth wall. Bugs Bunny's always breaking the fourth wall. So they're aware that the cameras are there. They're aware that what they're doing is being filmed. I think they're living out their life 
in a sort of pseudo reality. Kind of the only way is Essex. Style. Kardashians. The car- the keeping up with the Kardashian <laughs> style. It's pseudo reality. This was the first one, except they were murdering each other. Yeah, it's hell. <laughs> Some guy from Warner Brothers has got to go down to hell every day to film the Looney Tunes. <laughs> <laughs> and every day they pave over the car park where he drives. <laughs> this one really angry attendant. There's two entrances. One's in a car park, one's in a very expensive golf course. Either way, he's pissed off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Okay, so what's happened um, so far? They, they have. Is after Fudd gets thudded, Bugs challenges the Bugs to a basketball match, and Daffy daftly agrees. Oh, very good. <laughs> My only criticism is that you could have said Bugs get ball. Other than that, perfect. <laughs> 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 Fuck, this is. We're going to be going over the hour if we keep at this pace, boys. Yeah, this Pick is a up. fucking nightmare. <laughs> Let's crack on, shall we? They, they challenge them. They brainstorm ways that they could compete with them. Uh, and because the bugs are so small, they go, ah, oh, right, we'll, we'll play a game of basketball against them. Ignoring the fact that none of them have ever played basketball. They could have chosen literally anything. That's some food for thought for you, listener. What else could they have, have chosen? Let us know on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> they have to play a game of basketball. So the bugs, uh, Christ, I can't recall them the bugs. The nerd lux <laughs> head back up to Earth and find out what basketball is. And that there is a game, an NBA game going. So they sneak in dressed in a trench coat and a hat and a scarf. Uh, don't know how they bought tickets because they are five bugs in a suit. But <laughs> they're also, let's ignore that. They're also dressed like someone who's just going to start wanking whilst in well, the audience. What, well, yeah, that's the joke. Yeah, that is exactly what that woman thinks that they're doing. They sit down next to. Uh, a woman and her husband. She says the guy next to her is doing something weird in his raincoat. So she thinks that they are wanking or that he is wanking. And her response to that is to turn to her husband and blame him for choosing these <laughs> seats. seats yeah. Like they were listed on the website as raincoat wank seats. <laughs> Bring an umbrella. <laughs> Why are these seats so discounted? <laughs> Why are they so slippery? They can only afford so much creeps because they keep spaffing their money away. Oh, God. Awful. Spaffy duck. Spaffy <laughs> uh, One of the animators on this was called Dave Spafford as well. <laughs> they obviously had the exact same conversation we're having. So basketball players just start stroking out on the pitch. A pitch? Court? Yeah. Oh, God. So, I don't watch basketball. So the raincoat man is stroking out in the audience whilst the basketball players are stroking out on the court. Excellent. Yes. Great. We'll keep that one in. We're going over the hour, boys. <laughs> <laughs> the bugs, their plan here, and I can't help it. I keep calling them bugs. I'm just sticking with it. I like their it. plan here is they are going to turn into purple goop, which they can do, by the way, and go and mm-hmm. steal the talent of some NBA players. So they do that. They get, like you said, Charles Barkley and Larry Bird, apparently, and some others. <laughs> 65-year-old Larry Bird. <laughs> I don't. I didn't catch who any of the others were, but they made a big oh, deal. Oh, I wrote Charles them down Barkley. somewhere, but not here. Did you boys clock what they used to call the injury list in the 90s? The disabled list. The disabled list. I thought it was just 
some like wrong joke in the film because they did look like they were having a stroke or something. But yeah, it was a real thing for like, so teams could have more flexibility with their cap spots if a certain amount of players had been injured. Don't ask me any more about it. That's where I stopped reading. Fair enough. I didn't catch that. I did. I mean, I did write down that, yeah, after this happens, uh, we see Michael Jordan watching a news piece about this because it's big news that five players have apparently had a stroke and then yeah. forgotten how to play basketball all at once. It was the second main story after Michael Jordan is shit at baseball. <laughs> it's just fucking <laughs> <Yeah>. sucks. <laughs> he is fucking terrible. The worst of it. Also, five basketball players may have had strokes on the pitch. <laughs> all and one man the in the court and, and one man in the audience. <laughs> to say they're all dribbling but that's too disgusting (laughs) so the bugs have emptied their balls and filled their ball with basketball talent and fucking hell i don't know what i'm cutting and what i'm leaving in at this point just cut out the silences this is all gold baby (laughs) so the bugs head down into cartoon land and they join the other looney tunes on the basketball pitch they whip out their ball all touch it and gain the powers of well, that they've just stolen. And yeah, really stylized, really cool transformation scene where they turn into the Monstars. And this is the scene where they get dubbed as them. Uh, and then they, they don't play basketball. They put the basketball, they pop it and crush <laughs> a building and walk away. To be fair, they don't need to. They know they can play basketball now. No, that's fair. They were just kind of showboating at this point. They were just, yeah, they were just making the a point. Yeah. Um, back on Earth, uh, Bill Murray's back playing... In fact, no, this is Bill Murray's first appearance. Yeah. Bill Murray's here. <laughs> Bill Murray, Larry Bird, and Michael Jordan are all playing golf together. Yet another sport that he is shit at, I guess. Yeah, um, I'm in... Larry Bird must be pretty shit now. He's had his talent stolen by those aliens, eh? <laughs> there is, there's one monster down there who's fucking sick at golf now. Yeah. <laughs> but he's really fucking old. They got the wrong... <laughs> his basketball skills aren't there anymore, but golfing, top notch. So, yeah, they're playing golf. They're playing golf, and uh, here we see Bugs Bunny's plan to get Michael Jordan onto the team. Uh, so they use a magnet, drag his golf ball down the hole, and then when he comes over to look, they yank him down into hell. And Bill Murray, yeah. Larry Bird, and Stan all watch this happen and just kind of shrug it off. Go home. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, this implies that people know Looney Land exists if they just sort of shrug that off and walk away. Well, it does imply that because when... Michael Jordan gets into, let's call it hell. He's so, so unfazed by everything that happens. They'd done two adverts beforehand. Well, that leads us neatly into the third thing Michael Jordan shit at, and it's acting. I imagine they wrote this in a slightly different way. He couldn't quite hit that curveball, and they just went, yeah, just just be non surprise, Michael. Can't do surprise. Can you do confusion? Mm, not really. <laughs> but I can do blank. I can do Michael. <laughs> On that, though, when Stan finally gets himself down there 
and yeah. Michael says I'm helping my friends in their basketball match. He isn't amazed that cartoon characters exist. He's just amazed that Michael Jordan would want to help them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he said, but they're cartoon characters. Like, Are we off. saying that there is a Stuart Little style disconnect between <laughs> humans and cartoon characters in this no, world? I'm, I'm saying, I'm saying, he's probably thinking they they had their chance at life. They've been condemned to hell. Why would you help? Oh, I them? see. Back in the Hollow Earth. Back into the Hollow Earth. We've paved over. We're done. We've moved on. <laughs> when Michael gets down to Cartoon Land, <laughs> Looney Land, Daffy Duck gives him a like a medical assessment, and he mm. looks inside his ear. And I only want to notice this because the inside of Michael Jordan's ear is animated, but everything else about him is live action in that world. And nothing else seems to cross over in this movie. Does that mean all his insides are cartoon and all his outsides are live action? And I want to pose this question to you boys. At what point along the penis does the piss turn from cartoon to live action? And that links nicely to the opening song from this movie by R. Kelly. His focused movie. It's Schrodinger's piss. It's both animated and not animated until it comes out the tip. I mean, we don't actually we don't actually see him piss during this, so we're not sure whether it's live action or let alone see his penis while he's doing it. So <laughs> maybe there's another cut of this somewhere. Some deleted scenes. Well, I, I like that they looked in his head and he had no brain and just a paperclip in there, and all you were yeah. thinking about was is his piss animated then? <laughs> <laughs> well, not just the piss. That was what I was thinking about, but I thought that's the nicest one to bring up. <laughs> They're all practicing. He's figured out at this point that all the cartoon characters are shit at basketball and that he's got to hold the team together because none of them know how to play. In walks Lola Bunny. And I think this is this character's debut in the, you know... Yes, yeah. yeah. In Looney Tunes. It's like, it's like jokes for the parents, isn't it? Like the Pulp Fiction references. It's just, just one for the dads. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. It's um, <laughs> one for the trench coat rustlers. I thought it was kind of funny that they, so she kind of brushes off uh, Bugs Bunny's, uh, you know, obsession and advances. And she's kind of there as a, I'm the strong, independent female character. Every time she's on screen for the duration of her on screen, smooth jazz is playing the whole time, which really <laughs> undermines it. I don't think we ever yeah, saw she's... her face. <laughs> I, li- I like that she walks in to be on the team, drops one shot, and then just fucks back off out the door. Well, apparently that's what you do if you're good at basketball. Yeah. That's true. No one, no one who's good at basketball plays. Yeah. <laughs> Surprised she didn't just smash that basketball and knock over a building. Is this where the Monstars walk in and, and call uh, Michael Jordan a chicken? They do, so they walk in, that's the, they convince him to play by walking in and call him a chicken. They also fold him up into a ball and start yeah. lobbing him around the room, bouncing and, him off. And stuff. give him the voice of a child somehow. <laughs> so he's dead. It's odd. <laughs> yeah. oh, well, his, he... his insides are animated, so it's fine. That shit all folds up. When they call him a chicken... This is my favourite line in this movie, and it's said by Foghorn Leghorn. Yeah. He says, I, was... I say, I resemble that remark. So good. That, <laughs> is, that... that is pretty good. Is that originally from this movie? 
Is that the first time that's been said? I would doubt it. I don't know what his catchphrases are. I'm very unfamiliar with a lot of these characters. They pick some right losers. Tweety is in this. Tweety is on the basketball Tweety team. Tweety gets a lot of For fucking who? game time to say he's Tweety gets, a quarter yeah. the size of the basketball. I mean, he never actually does anything. He never touches the basketball as far as I'm aware. He might have been crushed by it at one point, but I don't think that counts. He beats up the Monstars a little later on, but... Yeah. I don't want to start doing, like, fantasy basketball, but fucking Tasmanian Devil's barely ever on the pitch. You'd have him playing. Well, this is my issue. Speedy Gonzalez. The dude can run at the speed of light and you don't have him on your team. This is my problem. Sorry. The the (laughs) assumption that this movie runs with is all the cartoon characters would be shit at basketball. I counter, no, they're not. The ones you picked are shit at basketball. (laughs) Because half of them are an inch tall. (laughs) If you want a bird, Roadrunner. Roadrunner? Oh, yeah, Roadrunner would be sick. Again, runs practically at the speed of light. It's perfect. Yeah. But... No. Yeah, he just disappears, doesn't he? We see more of the grandmother the Sylvester and Tweety. <laughs> he steals it and pisses off. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how you know he's good. <laughs> there you go, there's the issue. Uh, but yeah, so, putting aside the uh, problems that all of them are shit. <laughs> questioning this film far too much. Uh, meanwhile, all of this is happening. Uh, all of the formerly world-class NBA players are trying to figure out what's wrong with them. Why did they have this bizarre stroke and lose all of their talent? So they've gone, uh, they go to a hospital, they go to a therapist, they go to a psychic. They can't figure out what's going on. Everything's a dead end. Yeah. I really like the the one of these scenes where it's Patrick Ewing, who is one of the others who isn't Larry Bird, uh, is speaking (laughs) with a psychiatrist. And he's asked if there's any other areas in his life aside from basketball where he's unable to perform. He says no, obviously, and we all know that we're alluding to getting hard there, which means that the Monstars can play basketball, but they can't necessarily get hard. (laughs) Only if they're sat in the audience of a basketball match. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it is strange that they do play this bit quite a lot for laughs when they all look so miserable. Just their entire lives have fallen apart. What are we going to do now? Yeah. What will we do with our lives? And we're... Yeah. I did love the psychic reading they get, though. Yeah, that was good. When the psychic gets every aspect of it right. Aliens stole your powers so that they can play the Looney Tunes and Michael Jordan in a basketball match. (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) Favourite joke of the whole thing. It was pretty good. It was pretty good. Um, Also, uh, back on Earth at this point, Stan is furiously digging a hole in the golf course trying to figure out where... Michael went again, taking his job far too seriously. Yeah, his he's not come home because he's in Looney Land, and his family don't give a shit. They really don't give a shit, do they? <laughs> no. I'm not sure how long he's in the land of cartoons, but no one's looking for him. They're all on, relieved the that he's gone. Like, the, finally, there's something else on the news. <laughs> <laughs> this just in: Michael Jordan is shit at getting home. there's something about a home run but I can't quite make it (laughs) (laughs) that's good enough alluding to the joke you could have made is as funny as telling the joke you do the work tweet in Um, the next bit of contention uh, in the cartoon land is that Michael can't possibly play basketball 
until he's got his sneakers and his shorts. Yeah, I guess they're lucky or it's just a chance to get Nike another shout out. This is a thing that has <laughs> stuck in my brain and confused me even this time was why do his smart shoes stick to the, the floor? What was going on there? Weird, wasn't it? They were like nailed to and the it, floor. I wasn't quite sh- sure what was going on there where he accidentally tore up the basketball floor. I don't think we're going to get an answer to that one. No. <laughs> cool, it's a weird that. scene, which I remembered from a, from being a child, but it didn't make sense then, it doesn't make sense now. Point is, Bugs and Daffy, that's the bunny, have to head back up <laughs> no, to the da- real Daffy's world. No, Daffy's a duck, mate. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there it is. The joke of the episode. <laughs> Break into Michael Jordan's house and get it's not his, his house. shit back. It's not his fucking house. Well, it's the house playing Michael Jordan's house yeah. in this movie. Okay. The character that plays Michael Jordan's house. It is weird that there's there's a house playing his <laughs> mansion and there is another woman playing his wife who they've still given the same name as his real wife at the time. That is very weird. His dog was a sausage dog. Got it played by a bulldog. Just weird. While we're on the topic of the dog, did you know it was voiced by Frank Welker, who we've mentioned <laughs> on the off. podcast before? Truthfully... What? He's the voice of Fred from Scooby-Doo. No, that dog is voiced by a dog. As we mentioned in the episode Anaconda, he voiced the titular Anaconda in that movie, and he also growled this dog. No way. That's Yeah. If that's true, that's fantastic. I just accidentally hit the button uh, while I was watching on Amazon Prime. You know, it brings up the, yes, the names yeah, of the, the celebrities. In the scene. That guy I saw that and I was like, I know that name. Has been stealing a fucking living through the 90s. <laughs> I'm sorry. But. He's been doing the noises of things you can easily record the noises for. Actually, I suppose Anaconda's God. hard to do. There wasn't an Anaconda, mate. The noise he was making <laughs> the yeah, big noise was screaming like a pig. <laughs> F- Fred from the original Scooby-Doo is quite call to say you did yeah, but yeah, yeah. I barked the dog from Space Jam and screamed <laughs> the anaconda from anaconda there's but like how is he, how, how can... is he getting this work how do we get this work cuz you could put me in a booth and I'll, I'll I can do that I'll do yeah. an anaconda how charismatic do you have to be to walk up to a casting director and say who you got playing the dog like <laughs> dog. it's like yeah but who you got voicing it and get all, the all part I... All I kept reading about this movie was they struggled to get any actors to sign on. And this guy just fucking must show up at the studios. First in the door. <laughs> well, he, I if mean, he's doing what Warner is Brothers stuff, maybe it's like in his contract that he has to voice animals in movies. Well, not voice them, I but you think know, he sound them. pissed someone very high up off. Like, yeah, <laughs> you can have a job, but yeah. you're screaming the anaconda. <laughs> you are Charles the dog. How many lines I got? Oh, you you got lines. They bark for me. <laughs> well, so the other thing the other thing I like about Good this boy. dog, the other thing I like about this dog is it's it's presented as quite a scary dog, despite it absolutely not being scary at all. Except in one this in one of the scenes where they're getting they're getting the shorts and the shoes back, and they open up a closet door, a closet which contains this dog for some reason. <laughs> they so Daffy oh, turns the turns the doorknob, which is at normal door height. Oh yeah, opens the weird. door, and then the bulldog's head is at the top of the frame. It's taller than like this dog is the size of a fucking bear. It's enormous. This is, 
How did they make it look like Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck were in a normal house, but they couldn't make it look like a dog was in a house? How did they fuck that up? That's a good point. I believed more that the two cartoon characters were there than that fucking bulldog. No matter how they did that. Crazy. So they, they return with the sneakers and shorts to the land of the cartoons, and this is the part now where Stan arrives. I think he follows them back. And yeah, he comes in and Michael explains why he's playing the game. Stan asks to be on the team. And then we get one of my favorite lines. He has to be on the team and Michael's not sure. And he says, hey, I might not be very tall, but I'm slow. <laughs> That's pretty much how I got myself onto this podcast with you two. <laughs> oh, man. And here we are. The game starts. The We're game. through all of the bullshit. <laughs> And we're to the pivotal point. I love Michael Jordan's team talk in this. Let's just make sure we have fun, guys. <laughs> You're not the one who's going to be a slave if we lose. There's not a massive amount to say about this game. It's about a game. There's, I mean, there's some bits and pieces. What I did like about this, and this is a maybe this is a weird link to make. I don't know, but the way that they drew the um, the monsters and hearing. Danny DeVito shouting over it gave it was it was really reminiscent of Hercules the Disney film for yes me. yeah the way that they yeah, portray yeah, like yeah. these titans and these monsters it's a weird little throwback to me which I later found out thanks to that excellent bit of trivia that you said was uh, <laughs> afterwards so maybe this was inspiration who knows yeah that was some of the worst written trivia trivia I've ever seen can you <laughs> read that one. out for us please I can read it out if, uh, yeah please do. <laughs> I might struggle with one of the words in there. I know the one you're going to... Oh, yeah, I know. How do you pronounce that? Okay. So, Danny DeVito's three-end. Third-end. I've just written three, the number three, then ND. Time, voice acting in a live-action film. Space Jam. His first time was in Look Who's Talking. His second was in Last Action Hero. And his third time was in Hercules. It's the, stupidest, it's the stupidest bit of trivia I've ever read in my life. What an absolute bollock sentence. Verdant. Uh, Ridiculous. Yeah, insane. But yeah, so we the game starts off and the Monstars are absolutely crushing them. They're winning, you know, by a fair margin. And they're playing like a little bit dirty, but not that bad. Like they're mainly just winning because they can actually play basketball and they're up against a bird, a very small bird. Yeah, but Lola does does her best. You're sexist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> so the, yeah, they crush a few of the teammates and they got a, a few of the cartoons and they've got to call in some subs. One of my favorite parts of the game is when Yosemite Sam gets called on and he's just we just get a brief clip of him running off scene, pointing a gun at one of the monsters' heads. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. It was, I mean, there was some funny stuff in there, but it all kind of yeah. blends together when everything's as wacky as the last thing. The issue with this movie is that mainly the Looney Tunes, they don't really, really contribute much. All they do is say their catchphrases and do their, the thing they're known for. But that's the problem with trying to make a feature-length movie about characters who are on TV for like five minutes and then they're off. Mm, I think it was a case true. of they wanted to bring back some very old cartoon characters and Michael Jordan wanted to sell a shitload of shoes. 
And so they just decided to merge the two. We'll make a bit, a very long shoe advert and you get to show each individual character for a very short amount of time. And then maybe that will bring them back. Looney Tunes is just absolutely, it's, it's a sequence of catchphrases. Not that I didn't enjoy it as a child. Fair enough. I think we all did. No. I wish we'd seen more of, oh, right, but this is subjective me, of my favourite Looney Tunes characters. Like, I do like Yosemite Sam. I love Marvin the Martian. And he was done dirty in this as the ref, and he barely does That's anything. True. His cartoons were some of my favourites. I-, I liked the theory about why he's the ref, though. Ooh, enlighten me. You haven't, oh, I thought this was pretty common knowledge, that because he's a Looney Tune, but also an alien, he's therefore neutral. Oh, he's a Martian. Oh, yeah. clever. I kind of assume they're giving this movie a bit too much credit with that theory, though. But they're all irredeemable sinners who are burning in hell. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you've got to be a fucking terrible Martian to end up on in Earth hell. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so Michael Jordan wins the game by realising that he can use Looney Tunes powers whilst in to realize Looney Tune land. Ten seconds from the end that they have enough budget to animate him once doing something a bit weird. <laughs> we can elongate one arm. There's a few ups and downs during the game. Um, but yes, like you said, uh, um, the game ends when Michael Jordan figures out that he is also a cartoon. Enough of his insides have turned into cartoon. Enough piss has turned cartoon <laughs> that he can stretch his arm out like Mr. Fantastic and just drop the ball in. Dunk, yeah. But that didn't cross his I mean, mind when earlier on he was turned into a basketball and... And dunked around the pitch himself. That's standard. That's all he can play basketball. Mm. And he is the world's greatest contortionist. He just shit at baseball. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I did not realise until this viewing that probably the entire last minute of that basketball match is focused entirely on Michael Jordan's feet. Yes. As we all just go, oh, those shoes are nice, aren't they? Yes. Um, Upon reflection, it's all a massive advert. Mm. And the most disappointing thing at the end of it all, the bugs, the Martian bugs, whatever they're called, they give all of the powers back. They put it back into the basketball and they shoot off Danny DeVito into the moon. And then there's this glowing basketball with five players' talent in them, which previously multiplied these guys. They made these guys like eight feet tall. When Michael Jordan picks it up, I was so desperately hoping that he would absorb all of it by accident and end up 90 feet tall crushing through the roof of the building, turning into some kind of god. Or just one 90-foot long arm. <laughs> but he would still Full of piss. try to play baseball, and he would still suck. He'd be a massive man with a tiny little baseball bat, and he'd still miss. <laughs> Holding a, a tiny bat at the end of his spaghetti arm. <laughs> what an image. Why were we not on the writing the, team? God damn. And the, the news reports probably still wouldn't mention his size. That he's <laughs> fucking God, shit, he's shit at baseball. <laughs> he fucking sucks. Uh, <laughs> but he, he's the one who then takes the basketball uh, players, their talent back in the magic glowing yeah. basketball. He doesn't he tell does. them how why he's got it or what happened. He's no. just like, Do you know, like you guys thought your lives were ruined. Look what I've got. Do they know that? It wasn't him? I don't think anybody else knows this Looney Tunes stuff is going on. Um, I don't know how Bill Murray knew where the game was or that it was going on, but we needed to be reminded that he was in the movie. I did like that joke. Yeah, Bill Murray shows up to save the day and he's asked why he's there or how he got there. 
Now he tells, I think it's Porky Pig. Well, I'm a friend of the producer, so he got someone to pick me up and drop me off. The producer being Which? Ivan Reitman from Ghostbusters. <laughs> anyway, buy some Air Jordans, I suppose. Just that's buy the Air movie. Jordans, that's the, the moral of the story. <laughs> and get your sexual awakening from a cartoon rabbit. Oh, well, oh, well, thank God you've reminded me. And what a excellent oh, segue. God. Because she is very sexualized in this movie. And um, you know what's a massive thing on the internet. Do you not find internet? it weird that we as 90s kids were exposed to both Lola Bunny and the Dairy Milk Caramel Bunny? What was going on with people who made movies and TV back in the day? I don't remember the caramel. I, I remember I... Jessica Rabbit. Who wasn't a rabbit. Maybe... But... Maybe someone who wrote this, one of the many people who wrote this, had heard of Who Framed Roger Rabbit but not seen it and thought everyone was really into a sexualized rabbit. <laughs> this is a very <laughs> literal <laughs> Jessica Rabbit. We need to put a rabbit in ours. Apparently people were really into the rabbit that's in... I haven't seen it. Who Framed Roger Rabbit? I, I assume it's a rabbit. It's just called Jessica Rabbit. I'll let Evan say his point, because I think I'm going to just say the same thing, but go on. You know the internet is a depraved place, so you know I popped internet. open my incognito oh tab. No, you fucking didn't. <laughs> no. And no. I wanted to know whether or not there were some legitimate sources of Michael Jordan slash Lola Bunny collabs, shall we call them. And there were plenty. Weirdly, Evan did the search two years ago. <laughs> uh, I will show you a screenshot of that page that I clicked none of the links but I want to just read out one of the links for you because it is funny and disgusting as shit <clears throat> Lola Bunny throat fucks Michael Jordan's big cock after losing Space Jam 2 electric boogaloo, comma free sex video but when does it turn cartoon? <laughs> <laughs> that's what I wanted to know <laughs> oh god oh, oh my god <laughs> Why are all these links purple? <laughs> I feel like this is one of these things where it's like those words shouldn't exist in a sentence together, except it's all of the words. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that with me, boy. And I'll put the screenshot on Twitter so everybody knows I didn't click that link. But yeah, I reckon um, one of the writers out of the four was talking to the others and he was like, I reckon we had a really sexy rabbit in this really sexy cartoon rabbit and he was like why would we want to why would we want to do that he's like don't worry you'll see you'll see (laughs) give it 10 15 years you'll see space jam is the reason for furries nowadays it is yeah i genuinely think it's a played a not insignificant role well i might do a dissertation on this Right after I finish the one on opening credits in movies. <laughs> are we, we done with all the plot there, aren't we? That's the end I'm of the movie, done. basically. Yes, they win. Aliens maybe stay in Looney Tune land. They do. And yeah. Michael Jordan goes back to his tiny house. <laughs> and there's no, like, arc for him at the end, is there? He goes on to carry on playing baseball. Play oh, wait, he goes back to basketball. Yeah, yes, he, he okay, arrives to yeah. one more baseball no, match in a spaceship. So yeah. I assume the news that day was <laughs> Michael Jordan is shit at baseball. <laughs> <laughs> you know it was. Yeah. Have you boys seen the making of this movie? No. <laughs> it's <laughs> fucking hilarious. They just had Michael Jordan on a massive green screen with people completely dressed in 
full green gimp suits playing basketball against him. Like the, the guy who made the movie, his name Joe Pitka, had mainly just done adverts beforehand. We know which adverts. <laughs> Joe Pitka, who I wrote here, looks like Michael Bolton if he picked the wrong Holy Grail in The Last Crusade. Worth Googling. Well, I have to Google him. What's his name? Joe Pitka, P-Y-T-K-A. Oh my God, you're spot on. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Everybody Google him right now. That's J-O-E-P-Y-T-K-A. But there's a point where in this recording of Michael Jordan on this green screen, people all dressed in green, a full grown man all dressed in green jumps across Michael Jordan. And then they contacted the animator from Who Framed Roger Rabbit, Dave Spafford, and... Asked him if he would do the animating work on this. And on this video clip said, well, the, that guy there is going to be Tweety Bird flying past <laughs> <laughs> Michael Jordan. <laughs> and so this this guy is like, well, no, it's a full grown man. Like, yeah, well, yeah, you edit out the man and change it for Tweety Bird. It's like, no, that's not how it works. If I edit him out, Michael Jordan's not there. There's just blank space. And so apparently Joe Pitka called him a fucking idiot who didn't know what he was doing and hung up on him. And then many months later, they called him back. Very apologetic. (laughs) Please help us. That guy's gone now. Because apparently Ivan Reitman ended up actually directing most of this. But he's just down as a producer. And Dave Spafford refused to be credited as an animator because he hated this movie. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's actually the one who, or his team, did the spit shine scene where they clean up the basketball gym ah. which was quite a good scene which included the bit where Daffy Duck kisses the Warner Brothers logo on his ass. they put oh, that in that's it was good. his team that put that in yeah. okay that makes sense that's good that's, that's good incredible trivia. thank you oh yeah so we're at that question aren't we and because this was re- recommended I'm not sure who we should be asking but since you went to the trouble Sam of fucking plowing through that plot for us what there was of this movie We'll ask you. So, you think that was good? Do you? Question you can mark. cut that into something good, can't you? <laughs> I don't think I can cut any of this into something good. <laughs> like Ivan Reitman struggled to cut this movie into anything good. Um, look, I really wanted to like this, but looking back. Man, it's just nowhere near as good as I remember. There's like, I think I quite liked Looney Tunes as a kid. So I liked the catchphrases and I liked, even watching back, I liked the occasional funny line, like the ones we mentioned. But man, there's really just not much here. So I'm going to say no, this was not <laughs> good, I don't think. Whatever the fucking name of this thing is. <laughs> uh, Evan? Carl? Um, no, I think I said earlier, I'm... I'm genuinely annoyed that I feel like, I feel like something from my childhood was stolen by being me- made to revisit this. As a kid, it's a bunch of Looney Tunes playing a basketball match. Very cool, but as an adult, it's just too cynical. It kind of took some away from it, where you realise you're just being advertised to for an hour and 23 minutes. So no, not a fan. Not a fan anymore. I've got to agree with you, boys. This has me questioning whether or not I was ever really that big a fan of this movie, or if I'd just seen it once, and it's just one of those movies people always mention as being something 
nostalgic. <laughs> my brain. Yeah. Um, but um, this makes one I was a fan of was Looney Tunes back in action with Brendan F- Fraser in 2005. The massive uh, maybe flop. 2005. Yeah, but I loved that, and now I'm concerned that going back to watch that, which I did kind of want to do at some point because it's got a great cast, it's got Steve Martin in it as well. Um, that it is just going to be a bit of a letdown. I remember that one being good. I remember enjoying that. Yeah. I did find out that that movie flopping was the reason we didn't get the original sequel to this movie, which was going to be called Skate Jam and would have had Tony Hawk in it. Holy shit. And um, did you know that this movie is actually getting a sequel, boys? He had one. Did you know that this movie is getting another sequel, boys? <laughs> yes, and. It's getting another one. Yeah, um, apparently this idea is in the works to do a wrestling jam movie with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, well, if you want to make money, you put The Rock in it, yeah. What? Have you seen Black Adam or all other movies he's done recently? I think they make money, though. They keep going to see him. They keep getting made. Yeah, I don't think Black Adam did. I think it lost quite a bit. Well, that was a fucking misstep, wasn't it? And no, I have not seen it. (laughs) Yeah, fair. No one has. One last bit of trivia just to annoy Evan. Do you know, um, as far as I could tell, who says they were considered for the role of the publicist? Uh, It's got to be. It's got to be the man himself. It's got to be Matthew Broderick, hasn't it? It is Matthew Broderick. See, I can see that because he's the kind of snivelly cunt who would play that (laughs) character and do it quite well. Uh, I've been told in the past to cut down the use of that word on this podcast, but I reserve the right to use it for him. Anyway, that's the podcast, isn't it, boys? Thank you so much for joining me and thank you all for listening. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review and follow us over at So You Think Pod on Twitter. Keep an eye on that because we'll be releasing the next episode that we'll be reviewing this week. Until then, don't forget, Michael Jordan was shit at baseball. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. I said Michael Jackson. Goodbye.